Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 347. <laughs> well, I guess it's just love your neighbors as you love yourselves. Treat everybody with the same respect, regardless of who they are. And, uh, and, you, and you'll never be sorry if, if that's the way you live your life. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you know the best way to protect your vehicle, both the exterior and interior, is with a car cover? I've been using Covercraft car covers since 1975. It's a fast, easy, and inexpensive way to keep your vehicle looking new. 2015 marks Covercraft's 50th anniversary. They've manufactured premium quality exterior and interior covers here in the United States with a reputation for durability and design. They're the world's largest manufacturer of custom patterned vehicle covers that are crafted to fit with over 80,000 patterns and growing. You can choose from dozens of fabric options and accessories, all designed and carefully sewn for your special vehicle. Made in the USA, Covercraft is the right choice. I've protected my special rides with their covers for over 40 years, and you should too. Learn more today at Covercraft.com. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest, Tom Long. Tom, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? You betcha, Mark. All right. Great to have you here. Tom Long is the CEO of Acme Trading Company, an agent of Amalgam Fine Model Cars. Every Amalgam model is made entirely by hand from over 2,000 parts. The process of developing each model and creating the master patterns takes at least 3,000 hours. Each part is extremely accurate to the real car, and in total, the time taken to machine, cast, hand fettle, paint polish, and assemble each of these incredibly exquisite models is in excess of 350 hours of a highly skilled worker. Each model is custom built for its new owner to his or her exacting specifications. And I'll tell our listeners, I saw these models down in Pebble Beach two years ago and again last month in August during the car week. Oh my gosh, how much I want to have one of these on my shelf. They are just absolutely works of art. Tom, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share just a little bit more about your career and, of course, your passion for automobiles? Well, hey, Mark. First of all, thank you so much for having me on your show. I love what you're doing. and oh, You're welcome. Uh, we're big supporters over here in Georgia. Awesome. Well, thank you. Well, my love of cars goes way back, like so many of us, to my before teen years, but Actually, 1992, I was able to apply my love of everything automotive and started a business by the name of Georgia Marketing and Promotions, which became known as GMP. Mm. And we had the pleasure of making a lot of 118th scale, highly detailed muscle cars and a lot of vintage American racing subject matter. And did that, well, for 22 years. We're still doing it now under the name of Vacne trading. Uh, it sure put me in front of a lot of my heroes uh, since we did uh, license everything we made with, of course, the car manufacturers, but also drivers and owners 
and these historically significant cars from Mario Andretti to A.J. Foyt and Parnelli Jones and, you know, all the guys that uh, uh, the baby boomers like myself just followed closely during our, our earlier years. So getting to know these people, getting to know the collectors and, you know, just getting immersed in this collectibles business on the automotive side has just been a real delight. And that's kind of what led me to my position now as North American agent for Amalgam out of Bristol, UK. Well, I know of your previous company from all the years I've been to the SEMA shows. I would always run into you guys down there and look at your model cars and think, man, this is so (laughs) cool. So you and I go way, way back. But this new venture with Amalgam is something at a whole nother different level with these models that you guys are building. I, I can't express to the listeners the level of complexity, accuracy, detail. These are like real cars in small format. And most of the models are in what size scale? They're one-eighth scale, Mark, which allows us to build in the kind of detail that we do. And you're right, even high-res images in the very finest flat screen cannot convey the detail and accuracy that you see when you really look at the model. And that's why we're compelled to do so many events. Once the model's in front of a prospective enthusiast, the decision gets easy as to why they're the price they are and works of art that would look good in their studio or their shop or their office. Absolutely. It's just it's just beyond the way I can describe it here. You really have to <laughs> see that. So as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. It's some kind of saying that's been instrumental in forming your life, your career, your success, and it's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So, Tom, take the wheel. Well, you know, Mark, when I look back at that question, I have to give my, my parents and the culture I grew up in credit because uh, honesty is what was, uh, you know, inbred in us. And, and of course, I believe in the scriptures and, you know, what's right is right and wrong's wrong and to tell the truth. And, you know, that's been our policy with our business for all these years. And it's, it, it's really paid off because we treat our customers, every one of them, uh, with the utmost respect, regardless of who they are, their walk of life, uh, they're treated all the same and with full satisfaction. So that's been kind of our policy, and it has never, ever let us down. Well, it certainly hasn't. And I, again, I'll tell our listeners, I've known about Tom and, and back when he was uh, making the, the other model cars and seeing him at SEMA, and you'd walk away from your booth going, gosh, those are real people. They're real genuine people. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> oh, not dealing. Thank you, Mark. Yeah, I mean, you meet so many people, salespeople, people sell, trying to sell you something, and you kind of have one little guard up going, okay, what's this guy trying to unload on me? But uh, no, you guys are uh, the the real deal. And it's really, really been nice to know you throughout the years. And it's fun to get to know you in this perspective as a guest here. Really great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Would you share a story with me that instigated your passion for cars? You've been a car guy for an awful long time. But is there a pivotal moment you can remember in your life when you realized I'm a car guy? Well, I guess back when I was just 10 or 12 years old, I had a cousin uh, where we grew up near Niagara Falls, 
who was chopping tops and picking fenders off of cars and racing boats and you know everything that he did and touched was exciting he was my hero and sam long was his name and he was just uh you know the envy of everyone and uh, of course he was in trouble a lot and i think that's why we <laughs> moved to georgia but but nonetheless he got uh, me and my older brother really interested in cars and i think it's in the blood too you know mark you just don't suddenly become a car person it's there's something going on in the genes so i must have gotten it through him yeah and a little bit of 1040 weight flowing through those blood vessels of yours and mine i think <laughs> is part of it as well I'd love to take a look at a challenge here. What I like to do is crawl under the hood and ask you to share a huge challenge or even a great failure that you face along the way. You know, being in business for yourself as an entrepreneur is certainly a roller coaster ride. But the most important part of this question of sharing this experience with our listeners is how did you overcome that particular situation and what did you learn from it? What did it teach you? You know, the interview isn't long enough, probably, (laughs) for all of the lessons. One quick one is that at one point in our business, we had a chance to sell, and it was would have taken care of Barbara and I for a lifetime. The deal was right, and uh, but we were doing so well. I had a staff of loyal employees that jobs would have been at risk and what have you, and and I decided not to uh, accept the offer. Well, it turns out that of course the economy got bad and. Unfortunately, some of the employees uh, became (laughs) less than loyal, Mm -hmm. and all of the reasons I didn't do that became very weak reasons, Mm. but but we did succeed and plod on, and then when the economy really hit and the bank closures happened, uh, we kind of lost most everything. We had to start over. Oh, goodness. But uh, there were some difficult times, but... Uh, we kept our faith, and now things are better than they were before, Mark. It's uh, wow. a lot of small stories in between, but uh, but that's, I guess, in the nutshell, sure. uh, answer that question. Well, if there's one thing you could share with our listeners to help, because we all go through different things. That's of course, was a, a major thing that happened for the business to go under then have to start over again. But what's maybe one lesson you learned out of that, one word of advice you can Tell that person out there right now that's maybe going through that or coming near to that to give them a little faith, a little hope, a little trust that, you know what, things can be okay. Well, you know, you just kind of summed it up right there, Mark. It will be okay. And and again, I, I impressed uh, that my faith is in, in the Lord and the Scripture, and it, it's never let me down. And uh, regardless of the situation, there is a reason. We don't always know what it is. But uh, but there's always a bright side. There's always, uh, you know, an upside to every situation, sure. regardless of how bad they look when you're in the middle of them. Have faith. Have some, some faith, I think, is <laughs> the lesson go. there. And, uh, yes, remind yourselves as we go through these things that there is a reason this is happening and there's something else better on the other side. In your case, I'm so happy that that, that happened for you and your family. That's great. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share one of those aha career moments. I like to say it's a time when the headlights came on and illuminated your way for this new idea, this new direction you had. And tell us the steps that you took to turn your aha moment into your success. Well, you know, I've 
thought about that question because you kind of warned me up to that. <laughs> and I think I have a whole bunch of little aha moments ah. uh, that if I piled them all on top of each other, it would be a big one. Uh, but there's been many, many instances where I have been just surprised by the outcome of a specific project that we weren't sure if it would be successful or not. And when you when you develop a new die-cast mold, for instance, for a, a car that's never been built, for instance, our vintage sprint car series, we had no clue if that would be successful or not. It turned out to be hugely successful. Hmm. We tapped into a collector market that we didn't even know was there. Wow. And it was a total surprise. So we we did capitalize on that. We almost saturated the market. But nonetheless, that was an example of a number of surprises like that that came into our business. And of course, with Amalgam, and and, uh, right now, they're 100% my effort. I am totally amazed at the loyalty and of the collectors at this level these models are five to ten thousand dollars each yeah and the collectors at this level are the same same characters as any diecast collector they just happen to have more money sure yeah <laughs> and it's a, it's fun to see this and it's aha moments to to get to be friends with all of these different people from every walk of life yeah, well, it's a wonderful story, and it's a wonderful concept that I guess what I would my takeaway from what you just said would be to try things, test things, mm-hmm. push something forward to see if it'll work for you because it could become your aha moment. And talking about your models at the price points they're at, I stood there with you in Pebble Beach and looked at a 246 Dino Ferrari, one of my favorite cars, mm-hmm. beautiful car. They've become half-million-dollar cars. And I think I said mm-hmm. to you, you know, I can't afford a real one but I could buy one of yours for five, six, seven, maybe $10,000 and have one that I can sit and look at every day. Yeah, I can't drive it, but, you know, a half million dollar car is not in my future right now. So uh, <laughs> you create little dreams, if you will, for people at that level that could have something like that. And uh, they are spectacular for sure. How about proudest well, career moments? I would assume. Well, before you... we go there, oh, Mark, yeah. I just want to interrupt this quickly. Yes. Uh, I can get your credit card number after the interview. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I can give you that Dino. I just want the listeners to know that, that we did make a sale here. There, you, there you go. Yeah, and I expect every <laughs> listener to step forward and match that as well so we can uh, can uh, bring you some more income and some more, uh, some more customers here. But uh, <laughs> very good. You are the consummate salesman, my friend. I love that about you. I'm sorry. I couldn't pass up that opportunity. There, there you go. No, absolutely. I'd love to have one of those. Mm-hmm. How about career moments, proudest career moments? I would assume you've had many, but is there one in particular that stands out for you? Well, you know, I mentioned getting close and friends with so many of my my heroes. But just recently, uh, we had a spot on the Jay Leno's uh, Garage uh, YouTube show. Oh, cool. And uh, so I got to spend half a day with Jay, and we had pizza together, and they did a episode for that show about Amalgam. Uh-huh. And um, so you know, Jay's always been I've been a fan of his. I think every car guy is. Yes. And and he's the real deal. He's he's just uh, as friendly as can be, and and that was fun to get to know Jay a little bit. Oh yeah. But along with that, of course, is is the friendships I've developed, not with just celebrities, 
but with so many wonderful car people in every walk of life. It's just been a real delight. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah, Jay Leno's a guy I would love to get on this show. I just need to get through some of his uh, gatekeepers. Now that I know one of his personal buddies, maybe you can help me out. But uh, <laughs> You got it handled. There you go. There you, you go. I'll call Jay when we're done here. Okay, I'll set you up. <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. <laughs> Hey, let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special car? And if you could share a memory with us about that vehicle that you have. <laughs> well, it's got to be my 57 Post Bel Air in high school. Cool. And I had a little built 283 and I put a four speed and a positive traction in it. And we had more fun in that 57 Chevy. And I'm going back now. We're talking 64, 1965. Yeah, I know I don't sound that old. <laughs> you don't look that old but, either, by uh, the way. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. But we had fun. There's some stories that that car is a pivotal part in that I don't know if there's enough time. Yeah, I, one was the bowling ball story. It's become a legend. It's um, <laughs> still talked about at reunions. Four of us were in this car, and we old bowling balls from the bowling alley and we'd throw them out and chase them down a hill in Atlanta with the headlights of the car. Now this is stupid. It's stupid, <laughs> but yes. we did it. Well, the cops came up behind us and when we saw they were going to be behind us, the guy in the riding shotgun threw them out of the car, two bowling balls, so we wouldn't be caught with them. Well, they pulled me over and I got out of the car and he said, where did you get those bowling balls? <laughs> and I thought, how do you know I had bowling balls? Well, I hear this rumble in the distance, Mark, and I'm not kidding you. Uh-oh. And the, co- the other policeman had his flashlight out, and it went bouncing by. And I said, oh, those bowling balls. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a, that is a funny story. <laughs> this happened. Well, he opened the trunk, and there was a cooler full of beer and five guys in there with their eyes all red. It was late. Then the second bowling ball came by. I'm not kidding. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) happened? Well, we all (laughs) knew we were going to jail. He looked at us. He said, guys, if you will just take everybody home, you go home, we'll forget this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I don't know if you have time on the on the uh, show to put all that in there if you don't oh, I, give you I think that's but, a story uh, worth keeping for sure the bowling ball story <laughs> kids at yep. home don't do this okay do no, not do no. this <laughs> no. this is in a former life a former life had. yeah somebody else some other guy named tom wow yeah some other guy that's pretty funny the bowling <laughs> ball story that's going to go down in uh, some good archives here on cars yeah as funniest <laughs> stories for sure is there a vehicle that you've owned that you wish you could have back in your garage, that old seller's remorse? Mm-mm-mm. Boy, that this is too timely a question. I had a 56 Chevy wagon that I had 12 years. I drove it coast to coast three times, north to south four times, 50,000 miles, and I sold it about a month ago. Oh, my goodness. Oh, listen, Mark, and I was did that to buy in 60... Two Pontiac Catalina wagon I fell in love with. Uh-huh. Well, the guy backed out of the wagon deal. The Pontiac salesman backed oh, out. So no. now I'm without a car, and I want my '56 back. But the guy that bought it loves it. So of course. No oh but my gosh! It, it, you know, it was meant to be, and I'll find something, and everything will be okay. But for the moment, yeah, I have 
big time seller's remorse. Oh my goodness! Oh gosh! Well, yeah. sometimes I hate even bringing that question up. I'm sorry. Yeah, thanks me, a lot, yeah. Mark. I was just getting over this. Oh you know? <laughs> gosh! I opened. I pulled the bandaid off a little too oh, soon. So you did, man. I'm wow. bleeding here. <laughs> Well, let's talk about something fun. How about current projects? Is there something you're doing right now there at Amalgam that really has you excited and fired up? You know, Amalgam's starting to do more vintage. And we do all the new stuff, LaFerrari, FXXK, uh, the P1, um, everything, you know, supercars we're doing. But we're doing more vintage. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a – I just love the history of the – of the uh, 512 Ferraris and, you know, the old F1 cars and the Lotus 38. That's just a lot of great history that I'm glad to see Amalgam doing. Oh, awesome. I can't wait. I Mm -hmm. I saw that 246 Dino that you had at Pebble, but the idea Mm -hmm. of some of the vintage cars that that you could do that are literally works of art, the cars in and of themselves, Mm -hmm. but having a, a model that big in your home or garage or office or shop uh, will be quite special. Yeah. So very, very yeah. cool. Now, here's a very introspective question. I love this question. It gives us a little insight <laughs> into how you perceive yourself. If Tom was a car, what kind of car would Tom oh. be and why? <laughs> you know, I'm sure that question's answered by whatever age person you're interviewing. Sometimes. In a different way. <laughs> sometimes they're pretty, they, they come out of left field sometimes. You'd be surprised. Well, you know, right now I feel like I'd be happy as a Packard. Packard? A neat, old, big Packard with giant white walls and a real quiet V16. I know, doesn't that, oh, I must be getting old, Mark. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I love those classics more now, for some reason, than Mm -hmm. before. Yeah. It's hard to say. Depends on when you'd ask me that question during the day. I love the old Cords and Auburns. Mm. You know, they, they just look, you know, happy. Yeah, you <laughs> so, know, I just came uh, from a uh, a Concours event this past weekend up here in the Pacific Northwest, the Pacific Northwest Concours at the LeMay Museum, and they had a bunch of cars that are exactly what you're describing: Auburns, Cords, mm-hmm. Packards. You would have been in love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm-mm-mm. they're they're just to me represent the peak of uh, American luxury back in the twenties and thirties. It went into the depression, I know, but those days were you know pretty high rolling, happy, happy looking days to me. I'm sure that they were tough, tough times then too. But yeah, you know that and the automotive perspective to me is is some good times ah wonderful well you you're the first guy who or guy or gal who's been a packard on this show so that's pretty cool yeah yeah very (laughs) unique i've had some very unique answers to that question that's why i like it so much so tom up next is the last lap but before we put the pedal to the metal let's say thank you to today's cars yeah sponsor have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power, 
and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. All right, Tom, we're back and we're entering what I call the last lap. And this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions and ask you to give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? I'm ready. Go ahead. All right. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Well, I guess when I was told not to grab a spark plug wire with the engine running. <laughs> Yes. That one I remember. Yeah, you yep. remember that the first time you do that. I've done the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, very good advice. <laughs> yep, make sure the engine's off. Would you share one yeah. of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Mm. Well, I guess that's if I'm asked a question, go ahead and give an honest answer, and then I don't have to wonder what I told him. <laughs> you know, my mom taught me that when I was a kid. She said, never tell a story, never tell a lie. That way you never have to remember what you said. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Good advice. I'm sure there was an ulterior mm-hmm. message in there about being honest, of course, but uh, thank you, Mom, mm-hmm. for that. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with our listeners, something that you really enjoy that you get every day? Maybe it's a, a website you visit or an app you use or a supplier? Yeah, you know, I'm probably not uh, I'm not on the computer other than business so much, it seems, course, cars, yeah. I mean, that's first and foremost. <laughs> well, thank you, know, you. Where else would you go when you start your day on your computer? You're very but, kind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> boy. Uh, but you know, Mark, I really, it, that's a good question, but I don't have at this stage in my life, I'm not buying or acquiring. So I'm, I probably don't, uh, you know, Amazon.com takes care of my needs. Uh, yeah, <laughs> they take care of everybody's needs. Well, obviously, <laughs> Amalgam, you guys have a great website, so we'll put that down as a great resource because your site oh, good. is good. Thank you. Yeah, your site is, you. is so beautiful <laughs> to visit. It's wonderful to look at, and you really think you're looking at you. actual real cars when you look at the photographs mm-hmm. of the models. They're just spectacular. How about a book? Is there one book in particular you think our listeners would really enjoy reading? It, automotive related? It doesn't have to be. It could be business related, it, it could be any kind of book. Well, then, you know, I'm, what I'm going to tell you, I think anything that's scripturally correct is a good book. <laughs> well, I've had many guests on this show who have recommended the Bible as their go-to book, so that would certainly mm-hmm. be appropriate. Okay, good. Well, that's the one I would like to recommend. All right, there you go. Well, I'll remind our listeners that you can find links to all these great resources at com slash Tom Long. Do you have any interesting hobbies outside of your passion for cars? I know you live kind of on a farm because I think I hear some cows moving in the background. Uh, Yes, we did have a cow or two come into the interview here. (laughs) We've been on a farm for 40-something years now, Mark, and I do enjoy the maintenance part. Fortunately, we rent the pastures to somebody else. Uh But as far as our, our little area, it takes mowing, but I enjoy that. I enjoy the maintenance. I enjoy, of course, the car 
thing. I have a nice shop uh, that, that we work in. But my favorite pastime now is our new grandson, Harvey Long. So oh, congratulations. That's, that's, yeah, thank you. Thank you. That Barbara and I are just... Uh, that, that's our favorite hobby right now, no doubt. Oh, my gosh. Well, how what a wonderful <laughs> time in your lives. That's absolutely spectacular. Great. Thank you. Thank All you. right. We are up to what I call the checkered flag. And this last question mm. can be a real doozy. If you could only have <laughs> one collector car in your garage, but don't worry about the cost because today I am going to give you that credit card. It's that black sure. one, you know, that mm-hmm. you can charge anything on. Awesome. What, titanium. Yeah, <laughs> titanium. What would that one car vehicle be and why? Boy, Mark, you, that's uh, <laughs> I know it's difficult just picking you know, one. I'm drawing a blank, and I've, I've had time to think about this question, and I still didn't <laughs> come up with an answer. The, the car that, I've, uh, that I would like to have as a project right now is an almost finished 34 Ford three-window coupe, all-steel car, no fenders, high boy. I know that sounds awful simple, but for some reason, all these years, and I've had a 32, I've had a lot of neat old hot rods, for some reason, that is a, I've got pictures cut out, stuck on a wall with scotch tape of there different you go. versions of well, so I guess that's my answer right now. Yeah. No, that's that's yeah. cool. But I like the fact that you don't want one completely restored. You want something that I can get for you that you can then continue and kind of build into what you want, right? Yes. Yes. I need a credit card with a pretty good limit, <laughs> yeah, but I'll not bet. unlimited. <laughs> I'll okay, bet. So... Well, let's let's talk so about that. I'm looking forward to getting that number. I, I'll mm-hmm. bet. Yeah, we'll do that offline, though. I don't want everybody in the planet knowing that number. Well, well, let me well, let me ask you though about that car a little bit. Okay, this is a car that you're going to then take and kind of finish. So, w- what would the motor be? What what's the engine in this thing? Uh, well, I, I believe I would put a little uh, Ford engine in it. Now, I'm a Chevy guy, but I'm a Ford guy too. But I would like to see a little Ford, and I would probably use an injection system, but that looks retro. Yeah, cool. there's there's a couple neat Hellebrand looking injectors with their fuel injection. And I guess, again, I'm getting past the carburetor tuning stage in my life. <laughs> and um, But have it look retro, but be reliable, turn the key and go. Cool. Kind of car. Well, I, I drive them. I drive them, Mark. I've good. Several of my old hot rods I've driven coast to coast. Um, I know. You mentioned that, that one before the wagon. Well, you know, this is fun, and I've had a lot of great builders on this show, Bodie Stroud and Rob Ida and... Mm several others so i'm sure i can talk to some of these guys and we get something going for you so Mm -hmm. very very cool awesome awesome choice well tom you (laughs) have taken me on a great ride today i knew you would and i've really enjoyed talking with you and learning more about amalgam and what you're doing right now in your life Mm -hmm. i want to thank you for sharing your journey with the cars yeah listeners could you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that 34 (laughs) ford high boy coupe well, I guess it's just love your neighbors as you love yourself. Treat everybody with the same respect, regardless of who they are. Uh, and uh, and, you, and you'll never be sorry if, if that's the way you live your life. Yep. It's a great way to go through life. I know you well enough to know that that's the way you've lived your life. That's why things have worked out so great for you. Great advice for our <laughs> listeners, young and old out there. 
And listeners, you can find links to everything we've talked about today here at CarsYad.com. Just put Tom into the search bar and his show notes page will pop right up. Tom, mm-hmm. thanks for being so generous today with your time and your expertise. I know you're you're sitting down there in Georgia on the farm uh, with the cows in the yeah. background and your shop awaits you. So thanks for taking a little bit of time with me and sharing some more about the absolutely wonderful models. I really encourage our listeners to go to your website and take a look at what's happening. And I'm sure there's a way for them to find out what shows you're going to be at next so they can mm-hmm. come and see your products on those mm-hmm. uh, that website as well. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Well, Mark, thank you again. It's been an honor. And listen, I thank you for the work you're doing here. It's uh, it's a real honor to be on the program. You're doing a great job. And uh, God bless you and your family. Thank you, Tom. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah.